0: Welcome back, folks. Welcome back, to Mir. How are you doing, Tamir? Blah. (laughs) Tamir's got a case of the blahs. I'm also a little low energy. We both had life happening to us, hitting us hard. (laughs) We thought we'd talk about it. We thought we'd talk about dealing with the blahs in our allyship, um, in our lives as it affects our allyship. Um, yeah, cause we, we're guessing we're not alone <laughs> in feeling this way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we were just talking about this in just sort of a regular meeting, decided to hit the report, the record button. Cause this isn't just, it's about the blaws, but it's really about staying focused and refocusing right. Mm-hmm. It's summertime, like We're trying to take well-deserved breaks from work, be with family, enjoy being outside for some of us for the first time in a couple of years, right? Um, And, like, the fight's still going on. We've taken some considerable losses in the last couple of months alone between Roe, other decisions coming out of the courts, gains that are being made in state houses and lower courts. It's a... a scary time. And in these times it can be easy to just sort of surrender to the blahs and be like, I'm just going to hit next on Netflix, done it many times. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so what keeps us, what helps us refocus during this time? How do we understand this moment that we're in and how do we refocus and redirect our energy so that we don't just surrender to the blahs and actually keep at it in ways mm-hmm. that are going to lead to real changes in conditions that reflect our commitment to justice. <clears throat>
0: mm before we press record, you kind of asked this question of like, what does it mean to win, you mm-hmm. know, like, and what is, and, and, and what comes up for me is like, is that even the right metric? But like, I think there's something, I think there's something there. Like, how do we know if we're winning or losing? What does that really mean? And I don't know. Did you, you asked the question, do you have any thoughts about that or?
1: Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if there's ever a a time in the future when we've truly dismantled all systems of oppression, will we use the language we won?
0: Mm. Maybe.
1: And Mm. then who lost? In theory, Mm. if we do that, everybody wins. But the language of wins and losses to me applies to like specific victories and defeats around policy and around the structures of power, right? So like we getting overturned is a significant loss. The Mm. court's getting, seated with a majority conservative uh, set of justices with no real accountability that is readily available to us, except packing the courts, which our president will not do, um, Mm -hmm. is a big loss. That'll have serious ramifications. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I tend to think about movement sometimes as a wave. It's like, we just keep building the wave. It'll crash over everything and then everything will be wet. And Then the seeds of revolution will grow. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But like, there are so many battles happening on so many fronts. It's hard to keep track of them all. And losses can make it feel like we're just losing. Mm. But then if mm. you look at what people on the right are saying, they're like, we're losing. Mm. I don't know about right now, but you hear mm. that a lot of times when they're in an ascendant position, people will say, we're losing.
0: Mm.
1: So like, I think it's important to have a way of sort of taking stock of where we're at in the moment and then sort of where we want to put our energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that wave analogy makes me think of like okay, what's a what's kind of a better or different analogy for this work for this fight and I don't know, this is just off the top of my head, but I just what if winning is seasonal? What if this is more mm. kind of seasonal? Oh god, here's yeah. a really depressing analogy. What, what if it's like climate change? Oh god. <laughs> like moving in a direction slowly. And sometimes you know there's going to be rain, and sometimes it's whatever. Like the weather will change, but the climate is moving or changing in a direction. So it's a really depressing analogy. But like, what if what if there's some sort of inversion of that? <laughs> I'm just the, watching here laugh at me. <laughs>
1: it just makes me think we're like we're heading for disaster, and like <laughs> that makes me feel I mean, like I said it was losing. a bad
0: analogy. I said it was not good, but like, but yeah, like I like, like weather-
1: where you're going with it being seasonal, though, because. I yeah. thought you were going to say maybe it's like winter and it's <laughs> cold right now. And it's like shitty freezing rain, like New York city, gray, nasty ass <laughs> snow. It doesn't even like, it's not even pretty to look at, uh-huh. you know? And like, we want spring. We want to go back to spring and not like the democratic summer of hot garbage that we're getting from the white house right now.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah. What if, Winning is seasonal. There are periods that we will quote unquote win or make progress and periods that, you know, it's like a, it's like a dance of steps forward Mm. and steps back. But yeah, because then that does make this kind of bigger climate question of like, if things come and go in seasons, how do we measure or see like longer term progress? Mm. Maybe we're not looking at the right scope. You know, I mean, like there've been a lot of wins in the last 50 years, let's say for Yeah. Color for queer folks, for women. Um, And looking at it in that period of time, I can see more clearly the wins.
1: Yeah. I think, like, I think about folks who refer to the seven generations framework, right? You think in the past, seven generations back and then seven generations forward, like, some of these wins and losses won't even be mentioned in the history books. Like, they won't even be footnotes Mm -hmm. because we'll be looking at much larger scale. Hopefully, transformational change. Seven generations is what, like 150 years? Like from the Civil War to the present Mm. might be seven generations. I could be wrong. Maybe it's like from, I don't know, reconstruction or something like that. So when you look at it at that time horizon, like there are going to be wins and losses.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: And like the wins and the losses came with decades often of organizing behind them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I think this is where I like get hung up on decisions like Roe, where I was I'm mm-hmm. like, I think that that will be <laughs> more than a footnote, you know? Like mm-hmm. that will be oh and that brings that makes me feel blah, you know, like
1: fuck. Yeah. Like
0: there sure. are things happening that yeah.
1: Can I ask you a coachy person question? Not to coach you, but just to like <laughs> follow up on what you're saying. Sure. Um, what does blah feel like to you?
0: It feels like I don't want to engage. It feels like the clicking what's next on Netflix, like the, Mm -hmm. I don't want to engage. I don't want to read the news. I don't want to like, it's interesting as I'm thinking about it now, like I'm fine with sustaining the action I'm already taking. Like if something's already in motion, like it's not like I want to completely pull out of all of the thing, you know, the ways that Mm -hmm. I'm taking action. But I don't want to take on any new action or do any more. That's how the blah feels. It's like mm-hmm. stops the momentum, the forward momentum. Yeah. Did it feel like to you?
1: Well, it just feels like it feels physically shitty. It's mm-hmm. like my brain goes into some sort of like low power mode, mm-hmm. and it like doesn't want to get back into the groove and like do the next things that if I were at a different place would be really easy. Like I have follow up emails I want to send to people locally right. From times that I've just met them recently, or we have a follow-up task and it makes me like procrastinate Mm. on those emails or like not take the time to think about a complex project that I'm trying to figure out how to do. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it adds a layer of like blah. It's like a weighted blanket of blah on top (laughs) of, (laughs) on top of the things that I would otherwise be really eager to do. And it's like the worst thing because doing those things would actually make me feel better. Right. Like, and more importantly, right. It's sustaining the commitment to justice. Um, through action. So that's what it feels like to me.
0: So listening to us talk, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's shadow that's coming up for me or like a legitimate thing to consider that's coming up Mm -hmm. for me. What's coming up for me is like, are we just two kind of like self-focused white people who are just, you know, complaining about Oh, we don't have the energy to take action. Oh, it sucks. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Are there folks listening to us who are like, well, who cares? Like, get it together. Just like, do you know?
1: Yeah. Well, let's let's. I mean, first of all, let's not pretend like everybody doesn't get the blahs I mean, I guess I can't speak yeah. to a universal experience. I think I the, like the really- blaws are a universal experience. I I would I'll, imagine I'll, so.
0: I'll put my name on that.
1: <laughs> I I do suspect that it's like for white folks, maybe we it's easier for us to hang back because our survival is not immediately threatened by these losses. Although mm-hmm. that's not always true, right? Like yeah. if I were a white woman living in Montana, yeah. my survival might literally be tied to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I lost my thought, but I mean, I think there's part of it, but also like. This is one of the very real ways folks get off track when it comes to sustaining their practice, right?
0: Yeah. Like we yeah. start to
1: feel blah. We think nothing matters. We don't matter. What's the point? Yeah. And then we lose momentum. So it's not, it, I think it's the white that's thing to point. do. I think the white thing to do is to give into the blahs and like, let go. Mm. But we're talking yeah. about it for the purpose of how do we, sh- how do we shift back? How do we not say no, but just accept that that's how we're feeling and like find a way forward.
0: Yeah. Thank you. That's a good reminder. But that, that this is like kind of a common pitfall for white folks and racial allyship work. And yeah, the whole purpose of this podcast is to help help white folks move through these common pitfalls, these things that get in their way of taking action.
1: Yeah. So thank you. And that's That's like, that's why we hit record on this, right? Like, folks, this mm-hmm. is unscripted. I hope you didn't think this was scripted because it would be a rough script. Uh, we were just talking about this. We were like, what should we talk about next? And we're like, blah, wait a minute. This is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. what are, what are some strategies we can use to get out of these blahs and just be focused on the work?
0: Mm. Well, what's one thing that's coming up for me is actually a follow-up of something we talked about two episodes ago when we coached each other. And mm-hmm. my kind of next step, action step, was to have like a curiosity date with myself around oh, organization yeah. that I could like get involved with and like, you know, um, and I, I actually feel kind of I don't know. I hope this doesn't totally derail us, but like I did that date. That date was cool, mm-hmm. and I now feel stuck. In terms of where I ended up after that date, like, mm. and that actually, I'm I realizing I has some blah kind of like wound into that, where I was like, yeah. okay, like I looked at different organizations, I looked at opportunities, and I actually still feel stuck. So mm. I need to move through that <laughs> I need to like, yeah, yeah, to kind of not get swamped and like, the 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 place that i'm in now i guess.
1: Hmm. what's the blah there?
0: This might really take us into the weeds so feel free we need to edit this out. The blah there is there a ton, i mean i'm in the bay area. There are a ton mm-hmm. of very cool organizations doing very cool work and i'm finding in my in my curiosity date i found a lot of places to volunteer for. I found a lot of volunteer mm-hmm. opportunities yeah. and I think I'm getting stuck around like what's volunteering versus what's organizing. And like mm-hmm. in just kind of this like gray area of like there are groups who are doing organizing that are like asking for volunteers to do certain things. And yeah, I feel like some of my blahs was was kind of throwing up my hands and being like, well, fuck. Like I, I don't know. You know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I could sign up for any number of these things, but is that truly getting involved in organizing on a local level? Um yeah. You know, and there's a lot of amazing anti-racist organizing that's that's happening. Um, that's geared specifically towards people of color, and you know, organizations mm-hmm. make that very clear that like they're not interested in having white folks um, kind of organize with them in mm-hmm. this way. Um, so again, this might be taking us way too into the weeds, but like, yeah, that kind of hit me with some blaws of like, there's this initial yeah. like, oh my gosh, there's so many cool organizations, but then these questions around like is, you know, yeah, volunteering versus organizing and mm-hmm. what are the needs? And like, I'm happy to meet like whatever the needs are, right? Like I'm happy to, to do kind of the more volunteering type tasks, if that's what's being asked for by groups who were doing organizing, but it also doesn't quite feel like me being involved in organizing, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I don't think that's a distraction or in the weeds at all. I think this is a great yeah. example <laughs> of like refocusing, right? Cause like yeah. part of the blast yeah. for me and like, on a, on a personal note, like I've been exploring. I think I mentioned this to you, Allison, previously. That like I'm exploring whether I have undiagnosed ADHD. And mm-hmm. one of the things that they use to diagnose it is like, do you have trouble working through things, like getting started on tasks that require complex mm-hmm. thought?
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a
1: whole lot of that, right, in organizing an allyship. And so it's yeah. like, you know, the blah takes you further away from that because for me, it's like a glaze over effect, right? I start to think yeah. about something complicated, and then my brain's like, no it next, like, you know, do the easy thing. And so part of what I'm hearing when you're saying, it's like, you've identified a specific question, right? Like where, where are your values with respect to volunteering and organizing? Like, I'm happy to volunteer for stuff with people I'm organizing with. Mm. I don't want my allyship to be volunteering. To me, that's not allyship per se. Like Mm. it can be in the sense of, it's more like practicing solidarity That's part of it. But, like, if I'm not working to change systems, then am I really, like, going back to our first episode or a second, like, am I really an ally? Mm. So, there's something about that that feels important in mm-hmm. like working through that's hard.
0: Yeah. 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 Thanks for bringing it back to refocusing because, yeah, I feel like I need to, I need to refocus. I need to refocus and, like, kind of come to my own conclusions around. <clears throat> what, yeah. Yeah. Volunteering versus organizing and like where, what is the impact I am trying to support in making? Um, and where can I best do that? Yeah. And I might want to talk with you more offline about this. Cause I just respect yeah. your, your thoughts about organizing in general.
1: <laughs> I'd be, I'd be happy to. Um, and I think this sort of maybe points the way towards some of the strategies of getting out of the blahs. And part of that is like, what's right in front of you, Right? Mm. So, like for me, I was mentioning this to you. Like, I was part of a meeting yesterday with an organization I've been working to build a relationship with, and there were some concrete organizing opportunities that came out of that. And the the leader of that space was like, "Are you volunteering?" I'm like, "Yes." Mm. <laughs> so, like that is a thing. I don't have to feel any type of way to send a follow up email, just saying, "Hey, like I'm following up on that." Yeah, you know. It sounds like our next step was to set up a meeting. How can I support? I'm happy to do the scheduling or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I met a couple of people I wanna set up coffees with I'm gonna do that, mm. but part of the reason that I feel pulled toward the follow up on that thing is like there were very clear, concrete things on the table. We were talking about policy related to mm-hmm. abolition, specifically like getting um cops out of mental health first response in one town in our mm-hmm. county and then like that energizes me in a way that counters the blahs. It kind of like zaps through them like electricity, right? Cause like mm-hmm. if we could get cops out of mental health response, even in one town, we could save, I don't know, we could save lives.
0: We could save lives. Yeah.
1: And if that yeah. becomes a blueprint for a countywide response, we can save even more lives. And so mm-hmm. for me, like, you know, the big picture undulations and ebbs or whatever fancy words for winning and losing may still mm-hmm. be happening, but at least there's something we can impact right now. Where there's like a clear roadmap to victory, right? Like who do we need to line up with? What's the power mapping? Like who responds to what? Who's already on our side and what do they need? And can we just thread the needle?
0: Mm -hmm. I love this question, the strategy question of like what's right in front of you. And I want to think about that. And (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Interesting in a time of COVID, because I feel like what's right in front of me is a screen, you know, <laughs>
1: like yeah.
0: but there are opportunities, you know, like within that screen, within these search engines, like there are opportunities that are right in front of me with organizations that I'm familiar with or follow. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about that because I'm not doing much of the in-person kind of networking stuff. Um, I imagine that might be true for other listeners but
1: yeah. yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's one way I feel fortunate to be in a smaller town. Cause like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I went to one of the few in-persons I've done in a while and there were only four yeah. people in the room and that was, I felt safe. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. definitely helped.
0: Yeah. But I love that. I still love this question. What's right in front of you? Like, yeah. May, yeah. Cause maybe I'm overcomplicating it maybe. And maybe mm-hmm volunteering could actually be an inroad to deeper relationship with an organization where yeah. organizing is a possibility. Yeah.
1: I think that's right. That's what, that's part of it. That's been part of my strategy here. Just to like volunteer first off until people know my name and then mm. like we start having conversations which can, which can create new openings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's my related or second strategy question is am I overcomplicating this? Because yeah. maybe things are, cause yeah, cause I think that's another kind of pitfall of the blahs is that like, like you said, like, and and I feel like I also have the same experience of like complex thinking or complex steps in this moment, just also create that glaze over for me. And mm-hmm. so that question kind of cuts through it. Am I overcomplicating this? Like what's actually the thing that's in front of me, a next right step. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think a lot of times I do overcomplicate things.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's really, really good. And like, definitely like, what can I do right now? Mm. I think there's also a couple of other things. Cause it's just like, how do we replenish that energy? Sometimes just finding the next thing to do and getting plugged back in is the best thing you can do, mm-hmm. but also like, who can you talk to? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, who are the people, like, who are your pod people? Who are the people you can talk to about your allyship who are in it also? Right. You can be like, yeah, I'm feeling kind of blah. like. Yeah. Well, how are you feeling? How do we get unstuck? What can we do? Um, where are you already connected? Mm-hmm. Right? Who are the people who you look to for perspective on
0: mm-hmm. this moment?
1: Right? Like I love watching like IG Lives from like Marie Brown or Jannay Khan or you know any number of other people, Sonia Renee Taylor, Joe Malua. Like I could you know run through the gamut, and sometimes that's just what I need to be like. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about this wrong. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Like come back to what I believe and what energizes me about this work and what's vital to my survival. "Yeah, Yep. Yeah.
0: I love it. So two things I just heard kind of, where can I get plugged back in? Is there like a simple action that can maybe unstick me and who can I talk to? Who are the folks that I look to for their insight, that their inspiration, their perspective? Um, I love those, both of those strategies. Mm-hmm. Do you have other thoughts on ways to get unstuck? Maybe as we wrap this conversation up, like the go out there that, and apply them.
1: The word that's coming to mind for me is therapy. It's like a great thing to talk to your therapist about. If your therapist gets this kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I would hope that even if a therapist doesn't have like specific experience in blahs and allyship, they they definitely mm-hmm. have experience with the blahs <laughs> and folks being stuck. So yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: Oh, I think that's it. That feels, that feels pretty complete. There's keep them back to like, what's right in front of you.
0: I'm going to report back. I want to make a commitment to kind of reporting back about how I apply any of these strategies or some of these strategies, um, around yeah. Getting plugged into organizing locally.
1: Sweet. All
0: right. Do you have any action steps you want to take?
1: I think I'm going to send some follow-up emails after this and then I'm going to probably get this out.
0: Woot, woot, woot. Oh, thank you so much, to I appreciate thank
1: you. you. <laughs> I bet got you. Mm-hmm.